you have your Bibles, turn to Matthew 26th chapter. Start at the 14th verse. <clears throat> it's good to see all of you here. A good crowd for the first worship service. Amen. Good to see my relatives back there. I see Jeanette in their face. Good to see my granddaughter, Bailey. Good to see her in church here. Amen. I think this is going to be the first time her papa preaches to her. Yeah, yeah. Amen. All right, if you got the scripture, Brother Paul, I forgot to forewarn you, but uh, we're going to just talk a little bit until we get the scripture on the board. That's Matthew 26, starting at the 14th verse. Had this thought on my mind for some time, and uh, I read it. Uh, it was a, a subject a, a preacher friend had on the internet, and it just struck me, struck me so firmly that I couldn't get it out of my mind. And so I pray this morning that the Lord helps us to deliver it. And you know, I've been preaching for. Over 60 years, I'm still just as nervous today as I was when I first started preaching, and uh, which is a good thing, because if I wasn't nervous, I wouldn't be dependent upon the Lord. And so let's pray that the Lord helps us this morning. Amen. Then one of the 12, called Judas Iscariot, went into chief priests and said unto them, what will you give me, and I will deliver him unto you? And they coveted with him for 30 pieces of silver. And from that time, he sought opportunity to betray him. Isn't that a severe feeling? Opportunity to betray him. I, I want to speak to you this morning on this on this subject get what you want lose what you had get what you want lose what you had let's pray jesus we need you this morning oh god i pray that the spirit of almighty god would help us lord you see every individual, oh God, that is here this morning. I pray that your holy blessings and anointing be upon our lips of clay and upon the ears of the hearers. I pray, Lord Jesus, that the message goes forth and strikes the heart. Conviction would take hold and, and realization would come to, to the point, oh God, where they would seek your face. Our intentions, Lord is that somebody would be filled with the Holy Ghost, experience a great, great anointing of the Lord upon their life. I praise you and I appreciate it. Thank you, Jesus. And everybody said amen. amen. 30, you may be seated, 30 pieces of silver. That's what he wanted to bargain with the high priest that, they, that he may show them uh, and betray him. 30 pieces of silver. 
That's about $12,000 in our market today, 30 pieces of silver. That's not enough to buy an apartment house. That's, that's not enough to have the rest of your year. In fact, it's about enough for one year's Social Security check. It likes $100 in mine. <laughs> but the guilty feeling that goes along with this kind of bargaining. You know, they have to face friends and uh, to remember the supper when Jesus said, somebody's going to betray me. And each one of them said, is it I? Is it me? I, I want to know. Uh, this is a question that within every disciple's heart or apostle's heart, who is going to do this? And of course, the Bible said that Satan entered into the heart of, of Judas and Judas went out into the night. The night. Anytime that you go away from the Lord, you go into darkness. And that's a horrible place to be. When your mind is darkened and you can't comprehend, you can't dig up a feeling of conscience on the inside and say, oh God, one more time, speak to my heart. Amen. You know, Jesus, uh, Judas thought that Jesus would have enough power to slip out away, you know, and, and not be uh, betrayed. After all, he saw all the miracles that Jesus did. He saw him calm the waters and the sea settle down. He saw him perform many miracles in the lifetime of, uh, of his life. And uh, he, he raised the dead. You know, he, he performed uh, great things. He opened the eyes of the blind. And he, he got to the place where he saw him. Oh, uh, that it was so wonderful to see him heal the cripple, uh, cast out dim, demons, uh, and uh, asked, asked him to seek him. All that heart fell in his soul. This was the thing that happened. But remember when they came, when the mob did come, when the mob did come, uh, and Jesus asked him, who are you after? And, uh, and Jesus said, I'm he. I'm he. They said to Nazarene, he said, I'm he. And when he said, I'm the he, he used the great scripture and the great words of the past. I am, I am, have sent you. And when he said, I am, the, the crowd fell back because of the power of the spoken word in Jesus' mouth. The crowd fell back. And, and, and Judas said, you know, uh, I, I knew it would happen. I knew that uh, he would get away, but he didn't know the plan. He didn't know the plan. Jesus identifies himself this morning, and he wants to know, are you going to betray me, or are you going to accept me? Are you going to come out and say, I'm tired of living the way I'm living? Amen. You know, uh, G, uh, Judas knew that Jesus could call 12 legions of angels and help him out. And, and finally, it was happening, the trial. 
the whipping post, the crown of thorns, the separating of, of his garment. All these things happen, and Judas is saying, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe he's going to be slipping away. Judas recognized his mistake, recognized his mistake and said, oh, my, look what I've done. Look what I've done. Amen. He goes from an apostle, a chosen disciple. Amen. He goes to from one of the greatest positions that a man could ever have. Oh, yes. Yes, he knows this great, terrible feeling. He knows all about it. Uh, and and uh, Jesus saw him and said, Friend, friend, are you going to betray me? Even in his, his agony, even in his feeling and saying, Listen, I'm going to be crucified, but I'm still going to offer to his friendship. What a merciful God. What a merciful Savior. Amen. So Philip, um, Judas recognized uh, that I've made a terrible mistake. And so he goes back uh, to the high priest and he takes that, those 30 pieces of silver and he throws it back at him and said, I have betrayed innocent blood. He recognized what he had, what he did have. He recognized a feeling of having that Wonderful fellowship with the Lord. Amen. Oh, how, how terrible it is. For one moment of pleasure. Amen. Judas was, uh, he hoarded money. He was a treasure of Jesus' disciples. And he recognized, he, he got to the place that he envied those things. One place when, he, when uh, Jesus was in the presence of this lady and uh, she began to offer the oil, the ointment on, her, on his feet and wash his feet and, and dry it with her hair. And uh, that oil was, was expensive. And Judas said, you know what? This should have been taken and given to the poor. See, the enemy was working in his life. Be Be careful. Be careful what you reach for. Be careful for what, which direction you're going. Amen. It could lead you into a place where there's no return. No return. I, my wife and I were in a little restaurant the other day, yesterday or day before yesterday and uh, a man came up to us and he said, I, I watched y'all get out of the car and, and, and uh, I knew y'all was in love. Well, one reason he recognized is because I was helping my wife. I had her hand. And uh, somebody said, oh, that's so sweet. I said, it's necessity. <laughs> and so he, he goes on to say, you know, he, he'd been married, I don't know, what, 18 years, something like that? 41 years. I have trouble with numbers. <laughs> you notice? <laughs> and he said, we are rare to be married that long. Amen. You know, it, it's, it would be easy a lot of times to throw in the towel. Just, just quit. 
Sister Tina said it this way. Have you ever, somebody asked her, have you ever thought about uh, divorce? No, not divorce, murder, yes. <laughs> but you've got to recognize what you have. You've got to recognize that you've got something good. It's not just you. It's not just your wife. But it's your children and your grandchildren. Amen. Come on, don't reach for something that will destroy something you've got good in your life. Amen. Amen. Oh, God. You know, this, uh, like my brother, brother Terry talked about in the lesson, we're in a turbulent world. Amen. It's an upside world, upside down world. It's a world that, that's wicked, untoward. And so uh, they don't think about the good. They don't talk about the, integ the integrity of working. They don't think about uh, living uh, a good life and, and, and holding on to the best things of life. Amen. But the devil, the enemy of your soul and your life will reach out and tell you, look, go ahead and do this. Take care of this. Take, uh, take your time. Uh, have your pleasure. Uh, my, my, it's, it's a terrible how the, how the enemy of your soul reaches for you. But you must make the choice. Judas made the choice, and he recognized it was a wrong choice. Wrong choice. Wrong choice. Amen. And so my, my heart goes out to each one of you. Reach out. Let the Lord touch your life. Amen. Amen. When he brought the uh, silver back to the priest, the priest said, what is that to us? We don't care about you. We don't care about your money. We got what we wanted. Amen. How would you like to live like, with that on your mind? How would you like to go through life? How would, how would you like to face your friends and your family? Well, Judas couldn't. The Bible says first chapter of Acts, the Bible says that he went out and he hung himself simply because he reached for something that he thought he, he wanted. He desired it, but then he recognized he lost what he had. Amen. First chapter of Acts, Peter said, uh, remember, he was part of us. He was part of the ministry, Brother Joe. He was part of something that was wonderful and great. And now he has to be replaced. Amen. I, I hope you get the gist of this. It's in my heart. Amen. He, he could have been one of the apostles that stood with the 12 and, and he could have been there when the 120 received the Holy Ghost and he could have been there when thousand others had got the Holy Ghost. Amen. He could have been there in the infancy of the church and all those wonderful things that happened in the book of Acts, the second chapter of Acts. Uh, he could have been there. And more than that, he could have had his name on the foundation of New Jerusalem. You see what he, what he lost? What he lost? I'd, I'd like to jog your mind this morning. 
what are you reaching for? And, and remember, what did you have? I think about the innocency. Uh, the first time that you partook of something and, and you, you brought a scale over your conscience. And then a little bit later on, you did something and, and it brought more scales on the conscience. And, uh, and, and, and like Judas, you get to the place that, that you, you don't have any conscience. And, and, and you start choosing things that really drag you down. And then a possession takes place. That still happens today, folks. It still happens today. Possession still takes over. And so this morning, I'm trying to get you to understand that what you're really looking for, is it worthwhile? Is you, what you're reaching for, is it worthwhile? What, what about the Jews that said to Pilate, let his blood be upon us and upon our children. You know what happened to them and their children during the Holocaust when six million Jews were gassed, put in gas chamber and destroyed? What, what is that all about? That's, that's that thing that happened way over yonder when the Jews said, let his blood be upon us and my, our children. Listen to me. Listen to me. There's evidence. There's consequences. We're, we're living, still living in a world that brings consequences. And what your choice is brings consequences. So I want to bear in your mind, be careful of things that you want. And lose what you had. Let's stand. You can trade innocent things that will doom your soul. So I beg of you, submit to Jesus. Everybody say submit to Jesus. We've got so many things to distract our minds. Distract from, the, from consciousness and innocency. Got so many things. But I want to remind you. Let this old preacher remind you. That you've got something good. Some of you are raised in this. Sometimes you... You've been around this a long time. Amen. And there's a lot of things in this world that you can, you can reach for. But remember, it's not worthwhile. It's not worthwhile. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, you're the answer. Jesus, you're the solution. You're the master of every situation. Oh, God. Lord, you see who's here today. I beseech thee, Lord. They would recognize. See, oh, God, which direction they're going. 
moment, if you submit your life to Jesus, you'll not live in regret. Oh, God. Somebody pray, Jesus. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Have your way right now, Lord Jesus. Oh, God. Your presence, your spirit is wonderful, Lord. Intervene, Lord, in behalf of every need. Oh, God. Oh, God. Have your way, Lord Jesus. Have your way, God. Have your way, Lord Jesus. Let your spirit draw them today, Lord. For they cannot come unless your spirit draws them. Have your way, my God. Have your way. Oh, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. These altars are open. If you'd like.